Welcome to Keeping It Real podcast with Kim Har and Kim Spence Mullen. We're real life friends who discuss real life problems in a real life way. As you listen to this podcast, we celebrate the good, support you through the bad, and point you to a real life God who has the answers. We invite you to join us at the table where together we'll laugh, sometimes we'll cry, but most importantly, our promise is to show up and do real life together. Hey friends, we are back and this is episode number seven. You have joined us for the Keeping It Real podcast and we are going to keep it real today. I love our topic today (laughs) um, because, you know, I know we all have times where we have felt overwhelmed, overcommitted, and we are over it, Kim. (laughs) That's right. We are over it. Yes, yes. And that's, we're giving you permission today to be over it. And this is one of those that, um, you know, I think everybody's going to say, oh my gosh, I can remember the time when I was sitting wherever and I thought, I'm done feeling Mm -hmm. like this. How about you? Our question today, when was the time that you were overwhelmed, overcommitted, and you decided you were over it? I think the biggest time I felt that way was I was a new mom. Mm-hmm. I had four kids under the age of five. Wow. One of my children had some special needs, and I took a part-time job. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I took a part-time job, and I would go, and I was tired all the time. I, was, I began having headaches. Mm. And so I did what I thought every intelligent woman would do, and I got, um, you know, kind of the diagnosis on Google, you know, what's your symptoms? I had a headache and lo and behold, I had a brain tumor. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and not only did I have a brain tumor, I had six months to live. Oh man, it was dire. It, it yeah. was dire. Um, but it was taking on way too much, even though there were good things, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And I had to recognize, okay, I, I can't do this. And I think I quit my part-time job mm-hmm. very quickly. I, they quickly made me a manager and I was like, I just, I can't do this. Yeah. Yeah. So taking on much too much. Wow. Well, I remember sitting, I was at a basketball, Spencer, my son was little, um, I don't know, he was probably five or six, you know, basketball game um, practice, basketball practice for, you know, the little, little guys leagues and um, sitting with this group of moms and they all had their calendars out and they were (laughs) scheduling, you know, talking about trying to schedule a Uh this and a that and you know, not just play dates, but it was, you know, lessons Mm -hmm. and everything was planned around all these activities. And well, I better get a calendar and I better get, you know, I better (laughs) get him scheduled for more things. Enroll him. (laughs) Yeah, man. I mean, you know, we've got basketball and then it was like, okay, where there's a spring break camp coming up and there's a this and a that. And I thought I have got to do all of this. And then kind of that same feeling like I was almost feeling like this anxiety of, yep. oh my gosh, I better. What have I done? <laughs> yeah. And then, I, no, I am done. I am not, you know, when I knew that he was, I could tell it on him yeah. that I could read it, that it was like, this is too much. What am I, and who am I doing this yeah. for? What, not only what, but who am I doing this for? And I was over it mm-hmm. yeah yeah I see that too in a lot of young young families especially mm-hmm. where you've got multiple kids 
it is families are hitting and missing. They're not seeing each other because one parent takes a kid mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. one takes a parent here, so they live parallel lives, and we never get to actually just enjoy, sit down, relax. We just go from one overwhelm to the next. Yeah, and what's interesting is, you know, I, I shut it down, and then I found a book that I had never heard of until that time. It was called The Best Yes and by Lisa Turkhurst, mm-hmm. and I read that book and I thought, oh, that's exactly what I, that's how I want to live. You know, I want to, that was my ideal thought as saying, what's the way that you can say, you know, the, the, the most important no, but the best yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say yes to things that are, well, and you know, at, after reading that book and kind of living that way for a while, then I got older and then I stepped into a new and different life of career and kind of, you know, after my husband died going through these past few years of starting back out. And then it was, I don't want to go to any of these groups because I don't feel like I have, you know, anything really to share. And yet I feel like I want to be invited to everything though. I, I started saying yes to going to every meeting possible. (laughs) And then again, it's like get my calendar out Mm -hmm. and, you know, then I was overwhelmed again. So it's kind of like, you know, going from one completely different time of my life to another, I still had to come back and experience that same feeling again. Mm -hmm. You know, when you talk about saying yes to everything, there's a part of, there's the saying that I don't know if it's just, you know, my kids that have said it, but it's that FOMO, fear of missing out. Yes. And it's like, hey, I just, I want to be invited to everything because I'm, if I'm not invited, what if I miss something fun? Yeah. What if, yeah. what if I'm not in the inner circle? And so we say yes to so much. And I read an article not that long ago and they said instead of FOMO, mm-hmm. F-O-M-O, fear of missing out, they said it's JOMO. It's the joy of missing out. It's being able to give yourself permission to, it's not just saying no, but you're saying yes to you. Mm. So it's not just no, but I'm making me a priority and I'm saying yes to me. Ooh, I like that. All right. The joy of missing out. Jomo. Jomo. We're giving you permission today to experience the joy of missing out. (laughs) This is kind of like Sesame Street. (laughs) Word for the day is Jomo. Oh, I love it. So what So what do we do, Kim? I mean, how do we get to this place of really, truly accepting that we realize we probably overcommitted ourselves to a lot of things in life, but it's time to make some changes? Well, I think the first part is to recognize how do we know when we are at that place? Mm-hmm. And what are those things that cause us to overcommit, mm-hmm. whether it is, we're just get overwhelmed. Yeah. And it may be something as simple as I get overwhelmed in my home because I've got too much stuff. Mm. I've got so much clutter around. It can be, I'm overwhelmed because of friendships that are always pulling on me, or I feel like I have to do this. I'm volunteering too many places. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it can be a lack of a homework balance. I'm, if I'm taking my work home all the time, I'm out of balance. Mm. And so really recognizing how do I know when I'm out of balance and when I'm overwhelmed. And one of the first things I like to do is I like to listen to my body. Mm. Because our bodies are like the check engine lights on, on our vehicles. Mm-hmm. You know, it's our body is a gauge. And so sometimes our body will, gosh, am I feeling tired and exhausted all the time? Mm-hmm. Am I getting headaches? You know, when, when I was going through a hard time and, and got headaches, well, headaches were a sign for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is our body telling us? 
And that's one of our very first areas to kind of be that warning signal. Um, but our emotions can be signals. Am I dreading going to things? Mm-hmm. Like you said, yeah. man, I, I don't want to be invited, but I do. <laughs> As you know, when you dread something yeah. and then you ask yourself, okay, do I really want to do this? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if we're tired, if there's fatigue, if there's if we're forgetful, if we just um, if we're just going through the motions, mm-hmm. and like I said, if there's no joy, mm-hmm. I would say you're overcommitted and overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do we do? And it's probably time to talk yeah. to somebody about that. Then too. <laughs> well, and yeah. you know what? Do you know why? I you know I have to ask myself why because I am I overcommit just like mm-hmm. everybody else. Mm-hmm. I know you do too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like why do we do that? And sometimes, you know, we don't have the schedule and a routine and we just say yes without actually looking to see, even in a calendar, do yeah. I have the time? Yeah. Um, it can be that I want to be Wonder Woman and I just want to, you know, mm-hmm. do it all and mm-hmm. I want to be all for everybody. Um, so it's, it's what's, our, what's our meaning of, of why are we doing that? Am I wanting to not disappoint somebody? Yeah. Um, so I'm actually making everybody else more important than me. Yeah. Well, and I like what you said, too. Sometimes it's not necessarily about being super busy, but it's it can be that, you know, I've not dealt with stuff, maybe. It's, it's the I'm overwhelmed because I haven't cleaned out that closet, or I'm overwhelmed because I haven't done my taxes yet, mm-hmm. or I haven't taken my car to get fixed, or... You know, things yep. like that. I've avoided it so long yeah. that yeah. now it feels like a mountain. I like to think of, you know, when my kids were little and I would tell them to go clean their room. Mm-hmm. Okay, you tell a five-year-old to go to the room and clean their room and they look around with all their toys yeah. and it's overwhelming. Yeah. And so they don't do anything. Mm-hmm. But if you say, okay, start with the Legos. Put the Legos in this container. Mm-hmm. You know, put your Barbies over here. Yeah. Um, so when we, we break things into smaller chunks, it helps not with, not be in that overwhelmed state. Cause yeah. I avoid when I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm the same. And the that's when I say I'm over it, but <laughs> but I'm not doing anything yet. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. It's, it's taking it to that practical step. So mm-hmm. what do we do when yeah. we're over it? Yeah. So what do we do, Kim? How what are our what are our steps out? Well, for me, I think one of those is I challenge myself before I say yes. And I ask myself questions. Um, I'm going to ask myself is one, is this really important to me? Mm-hmm. Uh, I ask, do I have time for this? And sometimes I will say, if this is important to me, what am I going to take off my plate mm. so I can put this on? That's you know, good. some people do yeah. that when they go, I've heard people do this when they go shopping. Yeah. They don't bring a new outfit home without taking one mm-hmm. out of their closet. Mm-hmm. I've never done that. Uh, <laughs> that's another, that's a whole nother podcast. That's right. um, but, but if it's something important, Okay, what do I need to take off? What yeah. room do I need to actually clear up? Yeah. Um, so am I doing it for the right reason? And then really checking in, checking in with myself. How's my body? What's my body saying? Mm-hmm. What's my emotions saying? Mm-hmm. Is this something that's going to drain me? Mm-hmm. Or is this something that's going to fill me? Yeah, and that's a really good point, too, when you were talking about the, again, and, you know, we've done um, a recent podcast about mental health, too. And so we were, you know, talking about really understanding to pay attention to what our where where we are Mm -hmm. and that's it this kind of comes back to that idea too the really tuning in if you tune into how your body is feeling you know are you worn out physically but also are you worn out mentally if you are 
um, the thought of going to that event exhausts you before you even don't get go. there. Yeah. yeah. Listen to your brain saying, don't go. <laughs> don't um, do ask it. yourself yeah. why you're doing something. Yeah. You yeah. know, when, when my oldest daughter was in kindergarten uh-huh. and, and I wasn't a homeroom mom, but it looked like a great thing. So she was in first grade and I signed up to be the homeroom mom because I wanted everybody to think I was a great mom. Yeah. And I sucked at it. <laughs> I mean, I was like the worst homeroom mom, and I had to redeem myself when my daughter went to college. I signed up to be the homeroom mom of her wing at college, and it was like I was homeroom. I had to, I had to fix it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I didn't want to do it. Yeah. I was doing it for other people. Well, and we have to know our boundaries too. Yeah. We have to know if if maybe hospitality isn't your gift. Then I remember <laughs> Joyce Meyer, who was a minister telling the story about, you know, she had signed up to do like be in the nursery at her church. And she said, and babies were not her thing. <laughs> Other people's babies, I guess, you know, it's like, no, I don't want to change the diapers. Yeah. You know, don't feel like that, that you have to commit to something who are you trying to impress? Is mm-hmm. it that you're pre- you're impressing someone? You're trying to prove something? Yeah. You know, give yourself a break that it's okay if people don't think of you in that way. You have other gifts and talents That's that, right. that people will be drawn to. And, and yours may be that you're really good sitting one-on-one with someone and not in a huge group of people, you know? But when you do what you like and when you do what's those gifts and callings inside you, yeah. it's going to recharge you. Yeah, absolutely. It may, it may take some time, but you're going to walk away and you're going to feel full. Yeah. And if you walk away from something and you're feeling empty or drained or even drained beforehand at the thought of it, yeah. let that be kind of a signal. That's our internal GPS. It's saying, hey, this isn't for you. Yeah. So absolutely. give yourself permission to... Give yourself permission to just stop and evaluate before you walk into something, before you add something new to your plate. Yeah. The idea, again, going back to the joy of missing out, I really like that idea. That makes so much sense. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as we close today's episode, we want to say again how excited we are to have you as our friend. Welcome. We invite you to join us every two weeks as we dive into what it means to be real, raw, and restored. We promise to keep it real and come as we are so that you too can come as you are. To make sure you don't miss an episode, subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can also follow us on our Facebook page, Keeping It Real Podcast. Remember, there's room for everyone at our table, so don't forget to tell your friends.